Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, created and hosted by Scott Knudsen, to explore the crossroads of horses and business. Now here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen. Today we have a fun show. I can't wait for you to meet these ladies. We met in Fort Worth at Cowtown at the grand opening of John Wayne's new coffee shop, Gold Handle Coffee, and we visited. And I just couldn't wait for everyone that follows and watches the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show to meet them. I have Carly Peterson. Carly is a creative director for the Cowboy Channel and the Cowgirl Channel. And Maggie Burke, she's a content producer. She's also a reporter for Cowboy Channel and Cowgirl Channel. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Oh, man. I've been looking forward to it because I think it's so important for the audience to see what's going on because both networks are growing so fast mm-hmm. in, in the industry. So, uh, Carly, so let's talk about you. So what did you ride a, a certain event? Did you participate in an event in rodeo? Is that what attracted you? To rodeo? Yeah. So, yeah. So I grew up in South Dakota and my family, we grew up training a ton of horses. And so training a bunch of horses, we rodeoed a bunch, um, did everything from, you know, the play days uh, when we were little on ponies to uh, junior high rodeo and little bridges to high school rodeo and then through the ranks um, into college rodeo. And so got to do all the different events. Um, we even did, uh, we always like the team roping, the rank cow horse, all that stuff for the all around points. And so, um, after high school, mainly stuck to the goat tie and breakaway, but been in rodeo forever and, and the Western industry. So it's nice to still be a part of it. Uh, uh, that's so cool. How about you, Maggie? Similar. Um, I grew up, my family always had horses and my mom um, trail rode and everything, but I'm first gen rodeo. I started when I was about eight years old. And my mom, when she, she was like, we have a barrel horse. Like, do you want to do this? Because we're going to do it. We're going to do it right. And she worked her butt off getting me connected to some amazing people. I got to do lessons with a um, really big barrel racer growing up. And then I got into roping through junior high rodeo. And then come high school, I did every single event down to the Queens contest, cutting, team roping, breakaway barrels, everything. And then into college rodeo and got to breakaway rope and barrel race and team roping because someone was desperate enough for a partner there. But um, And yeah. I still, I have a, still run barrels and breakaway rope now. Um, my barrel horse is at home. Um, she just had a foal and then my breakaway horse is um, down here and I'm going to start doing some more jackpots and stuff after, since I just now got settled being where I'm at in Weatherford and, but yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I love that y'all both so talented that y'all, y'all were in the sport for so long and now y'all get to bring the sport to so many other people that maybe haven't participated yeah. So, Carter, was this a dream to like work for TV and in your passion sport? Uh, to be honest with you, TV was never the plan. Um, <laughs> we did. I know uh, the feeling. We did it, yeah, we did not exactly grow up watching a ton of TV. We were always outside, um, riding horses and doing things outside. And so, I've always, um, I've always loved marketing because we took so many horses to horse sales. And if anybody knows how horse sale works, like marketing is very important. And the mm-hmm. way you market that horse. And so I've always loved that side of it. And I went to college for marketing. I wanted to, I always thought my plan was, I was like, I'm going to be an international marketing lawyer. I'm going to go do some cool stuff. I'm going to travel. I'm going to go see some big things, all this stuff. And so I was headed down that path and God was like, incorrect. No, you're not. <laughs> and so I, God is like funny. And so I was at college finals my freshman year, um, competed there in the goat time. I went to school at University of Wyoming, and I got really lucky. I got an amazing scholarship to go rodeo for them. Was competing at college finals my freshman year and uh, got introduced to, like, the people that do the production for ESPN2 for the college finals on the show, or for the show on college finals. And then the next year, I got to intern there. And... It was, it was really cool. And I was like, wait a second. So these people that I grew up with that I know really well, I can go and tell their stories on a huge platform and put them on TV and get to celebrate all their successes and still be a part of rodeo. And it now is not just like with friends and family, it's across the whole nation. I'm like the power of media, the power of TV has the capability of doing this. Like, that's insane. That's not how this works. That's not real. And so, um, got introduced to it my freshman or excuse me, sophomore year of college. And I've been absolutely hooked, but 
no, TV was absolutely not the plan in the beginning. <laughs> I love it though, how God just took you on the path and now you're in the industry that you love. Yeah, me too. Um, I knew that I knew that after college, I wasn't going to rodeo full time, but I knew that the Western industry is the, is what I'm raised in what I'm raised in and my favorite thing. And so I also like at the end of the day, my passion is people. I love people. I think that they're the most incredible thing that, you know, God, obviously God's created everything, but, um, I love rodeo and I love what rodeo has done for me, but what I get to do for people at the end of the day is like the coolest thing ever because it's what I love. I love people and, and we get to celebrate their successes on TV and we get to put them on, get, put them on TV and show people what they're doing and show the great things that they've accomplished. And now I get to pair that with rodeo in the Western industry. And so it's really, really special. No, can't. Can't beat it. How about you, Maggie? No when, when you were riding in college or even high school, did you say one day, I want to work for a, a, a network? I knew I wanted to be a part of rodeo my whole life. And I really wanted to be in a career where I could stay in that lifestyle and um, not coming from like a background in rodeo at all. Like it was hard. Not a lot of people that I grew up with knew a ton about it, even though I was in a big farming, um, obviously Iowa, uh, a lot of farmers and everything. But um, a lot of even the school I went to, I was the only person in my whole school who competed in rodeo or anything like that. And so when I got into college, I started as a biology degree. I did not know what I wanted to do. I'm like, maybe vet school, but I can't handle blood. So I don't know why I was <laughs> doing that. And then, but I've always been like in high school as part of speech. I've always like been a singer and performed in front of big audiences. And I wanted to do something regarding any kind of media or like being like a platform where I could share the sport that I loved. And when I, when the Cowboy Channel really started taking off in 2019, I was uh, going into my sophomore year college and I saw Janie Johnson and Amy Wilson doing what they were doing. And I was like, that is what I want to do. That's what I want to be a part of. And so I switched my major to multimedia journalism with a broadcast emphasis and a minor in marketing. That was kind of just for fun. And um, really just started working away at it. And I like had friends who were like working for TV stations. So, and I'd met Jeff Metters. At, um, he spoke at our rodeo banquet my sophomore year. And I got to talk to him and he was like, well, you know, rodeo and everything. So I think the multimedia journalism degree is perfect for what, um, if you want to be in that world, just get as much TV experience as you, as you can, cause you know, rodeo. And cause I was asking, I'm like, should I do agcom? Should I stay where I'm at? And he's like, I think you should stay where you're at. And if you can get in at like a local TV station and just keep getting any kind of experience you can, that'd be awesome. So I got a job at TV 31 in Stillwater, a little really local station, but I'm really grateful for them. All of our equipment, we still had like rolls on tape in the cameras. Um, I think they might've updated that, I hope, but like I was like rolling (laughs) tape and I got to direct the morning news there at 5 a.m. every day and then go back and do our master control through CD system every evening. And... (laughs) I loved that, but um, then our O-State TV, it was at the time, it's now called Inside OSU, and um, the owner of that, or director, boss, main boss guy of that, he was also my professor, and he's like, Maggie, I really like the projects that you're doing, will you come, like, you should work for us, and one of my, um, one of your friends told me that you'd be a great fit, so um, my friend Kelsey Briggs, um, she got me in at Inside OSU, so I got to do a bunch of on-camera stuff there, off-camera stuff, kind of produce a bunch of news videos about the university. So like wow. in the mornings, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning, go direct morning news at TV 31, and then go to classes and in between classes, go work at Inside OSU, and then have rodeo practice afterward, after classes and work, and then go back to TV 31 and do master control till 9 p.m. or so throughout college but then my my senior year I kind of like one of those jobs go and I just stuck with Inside OSU because I was a little bit too drained but I got I was like the only two TV stations in Stillwater I made sure I got all the experience that I could there to really make it worthwhile and yeah and then my senior year I was doing my own media business I started a videography business because I was like just trying to make money and just trying to get by. And then after school, I didn't have anything lined out, but I was doing okay with my own video business. So I started doing that right after college um, about a year ago. And, but then I started working at AQHA, kind of been all over the map in the last few years. 
but then um got in with justin mckee and he was like hey like you're you fit right in here at the cowboy channel like we need to get you over here and i was like please <laughs> and it <laughs> ended up working out <laughs> i love it i love that journey yeah. too I, I love what cowboy channel cowgirl channel does because it's positive mm -hmm. media but it promotes a western lifestyle and i think without networks like this people don't know mm -hmm. what they don't know and i think it brings it to an audience in, in the metro area that maybe didn't appreciate it for really what it was and what it is and i, I love that about y'all and carly i guess there's no ordinary days is there uh no <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like kind of maggie going through her training part you know every day yeah. is different yeah yeah um so i was i started back here and to talk about ordinary days i'll tell you about the beginning days in 2019 um i was one of their first employees here before we had a finished studio and oh that um when before so i got here in june 2019 and it was when we first got here the studio it was getting there it was getting towards completion but it was still not anywhere to be used and so the the non-ordinary day started on day one because we would go out and it was like me amy wilson we did not have a videographer and i had like a studio tech and we would go out and try to find some shade in the stockyards and go and record a little piece that could air on rfd tv because that's the only thing that we were capable of doing for cowboy channel at the time and so we would do that and then the first thing that we aired on cowboy channel was um shine for tear days in 2019 and so figuring that out and then it was you know the the non-ordinary days never end i mean it's People used to say, oh, well, May is like our slower time um, because that's like before the craziness of the summer. Right but now, we're, because of our wonderful partnerships with the Women's Rodeo World Championships, with NRCHA, with NCHA, with NRHA, with, oh, with PBR, with everybody, like May was busier, I think, than July. And then and then now it's the same in the fall. And so it's we went from being, you know, just in 2019. And that's something I don't think people realize is like, we're still a very young network. We, right. um, in a very short time, the things that this team has accomplished is completely unreal. And so, you know, we didn't get the PRCA deal until September of 2019. We didn't start, and that didn't start till 2020. Wow. We didn't start Western Sports Roundup until October 1st of 2019. And so even though the, the non-ordinary days are every single day, and in the best way, like you're saying, you know, no two days are the same. But wow. the fact that the team has done that much and, and the team must like a non-ordinary day because they sure stick around for them. Thank goodness. <laughs> well, I think, I think being in the Western industry, you know, every day is different. Every day yeah. you step outside, it's going to be a different day. And I think that helps. But I, I love, you know, I love our industry also. It's a generational industry and we're always trying to bring in new people. And I think with the networks, mm -hmm. it brings in new people. But generationally, you know, you have your people, you know, that's tradition. And you want to respect it, but there's always new ways to do things. If there wasn't, yeah. there wouldn't be a cowboy channel or a cowgirl channel. So what, what do no. you think, Maggie, with the generational shift? I mean, with the younger people, they're putting rodeos out there and information and shows that the older people can appreciate. And don't you think that's mm -hmm. kind of cool? Mm -hmm. It's really cool that because um, I know a lot of parents and grandparents who sit and they like, I know a few retired yeah. cowboys who sit and watch the cowboy channel day in and day out. So being here and, you know, being 23 years old, watching like a bunch of us, 20, 30 year olds produce the content that the older generation loves and like, can really appreciate, but also like having that eye that we can also um, know how to target the younger audience too. That is huge to tie those two generations together when, normally the audiences and target audiences are so separate. I think it's really yeah. cool that it, we have this shared passion mm -hmm. to watch rodeo and the Western industry and what's going on. I love mm -hmm. that, Maggie. It kind of goes back to what Carly was saying too, the power of the media. And for us, mm -hmm. it's so exciting because baseball and football has been on TV for so long and I'm so glad the Western sports have it now. And the stories, I think, are so powerful, the way y'all show them. Yeah. And it's kind of cool to think about, you know, a grandpa sitting with a grandson or a granddaughter watching a rodeo, you know, together and saying, remember when, and bringing up that it's next generation. Deal. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So did so, Carly, back in the earlier days you were talking about, did you ever expect y'all would be where you are now and what you see five years from now? 
No. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that was a quick no. <laughs> we, because, and this is why, because we all knew that like this was going to grow and this was going to, eventually it was going to blow up. People don't realize in the beginning with Cowboy Channel, where this is where Cowboy Channel and Cowgirl Channel differ, is Cowgirl Channel, you have, you know, people in the Western industry, they base a lot of things off of trust and what have, you know, yeah. um, my respect is given to you when you've earned my respect. And that's, it's a very two-way street. In the beginning of Cowboy Channel, it's not that people were like skeptical of us. It just is that they, they weren't 100% sure what the plan was or what was happening. And so where Cowgirl Channel, we now have people are calling us begging to be on the air and begging us like, what do we have to do? How can we work with you? How can we, how can we figure this out? How can we make a partnership? Because of what we've done with Cowboy Channel, because of what we've done and we've made with Cowboy Channel, we now have a second network where people are begging to be a part of. And that's right. really special because in the beginning of Cowboy Channel, I'll tell you, we, um, on the first few days of recording Western Sports Roundup, uh, we were all very young and we were all very clueless. And uh, I think it took us eight hours to record the very first Western Sports Roundup, a one-hour show, 48 minutes. Wow. Um, wow. I had so much to learn about it. Like, we didn't have an editor at that time. And so, it, like Maggie said, like, you wake up at 4.30 in the morning, same deal. Wake up in the morning and I was editing all of the content. I had my poor hosts, Steve and Amy, were helping <laughs> me to try and get guests into the studio like we were trying to pull photos. I was teaching myself editing as I was editing for the show. It was it was a very wow. interesting thing. We were working with a control room that everybody was still figuring out. You know, everything from like the lighting to how people sit to where people sit to the correct um, things for the lower thirds, the video, everything. It was just, it was unreal. So when we, in the early days of 2019, um, taking a cattle barn, and or a, a sale barn, excuse me, and turn it into a multi-million dollar studio that's going to broadcast 700 plus rodeos a year, a daily weekday or a weekday show every single day at five o'clock, you know, endless TV shows um, in just now we're going into our fourth year. No, I would have never guessed and have a second network now that also is doing a weekday show every single day and broadcasting multiple rodeos. Yeah and doing NCHA and NRHA. Like that is, that is incredible, incredible. The fact that we've done that in four years. Incredible. Well, it's incredible that you should, that you put out a product and you just kept getting better showing this yeah. product out and the trust factor that went into it from the viewers yes. and, you know, it shared word of mouth and, and uh, mm -hmm. they knew they could watch it's it. Loyal viewers. Well, it is, you know, they're loyal to the sport too. And they wanted to see how it was treated. Yeah. And once they saw the way it was treated, um, it just changed everything. And, and when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Cowboy Channel and about everything it's doing and how fast it's growing. So we'll be right back on the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with more. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product, and we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. 
the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knutson. Um, so we're welcome back, Carly and Maggie from the Cowboy Channel and the Cowgirl Channel. So this segment, I'd love to talk about the Cowboy Channel and the growth. We just talked about a little bit, but there's so many rodeos y'all have acquired. And how, how do you do that? How do you get that many rodeos to an audience? Carly, yeah. would you help? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, um, there's, so we have this beautiful little piece of technology called an encoder. Um, but at the end of the day, like all of the rodeos go to the Cowboy Channel Plus app. Uh, this year alone, we're going to broadcast or have on the app at least uh, 950 rodeo performances. Um, that's 700 plus rodeos. And that's, I didn't even know we had that many PRCA rodeos. Like I didn't, I, didn't I mean, that's, that's a lot. Um, yeah. So the way that it works though is the technology has come so far, obviously everybody knows, but we have this little box that it's, um, it connects to the internet signal and we work with the rodeo committees to get the, get the address and whatnot. We send this out to them. Um, obviously have to test their infrastructure, their internet. And then once this box is connected, that box connects via internet signal back to our studio. And that's what put it out, puts it out on broadcast. And wow. so we don't actually have a team on location at all of these, but that's why our partnerships with those radio committees are so important is right. because they have to, we have to work side by side with them. And um, really we have a team dedicated to rodeo relations and to making sure those partnerships and, and relationships are good. Wow. So Carly, how does the sales team keep up with that? Because the yeah. growth is so much like 950 rodeos. That's incredible. How do they get around it that? It is. So our sales team, it's the numbers are really incredible. Like we were talking in the past segment about how loyal the viewers are. Um, and some of those numbers are really cool. They, I think it's 92% of our viewers watch at least one rodeo a week. So of all the things, you know, we do a ton of different stuff, but at the core of it is rodeo. You know, we're the official network of PRCA, and that's, we really hone in on that and try to make that our priority all the time. Um, we, with Western Sports Roundup being, you know, we we're saying the sports center of, of Cowboy Channel. And so it's, we have 92, whatever it is, percent of viewers watching rodeo once a week. We have 80% of viewers that have access to Cowboy Channel or Dish or Direct, whatever it is. They're coming back and watching multiple times a week. That is a huge number. That's not, they're not tuning number. in for one rodeo a week. They're coming back every night. And right. that's really special. We have, you know, 68% of people, I think it is, that watch the NFR have made plans this year to go to a rodeo. You know, that's not, there was some concern in the beginning of Cowboy Channel that it was going to take viewers or take people away from actually attending rodeos. And we're seeing sold out performances everywhere you go. Yeah. It's and so it's really special for our sales team. Yeah. Yeah, the sales team has a cool opportunity to connect with clients because it's not something where people are just tuning in once a week, they get their fill and they're out. And so right. it's a pretty, it's really amazing. It's so important for the industry, you know, because when they're watching a rodeo, they're not only seeing the rodeo part, they're seeing the horses and the hats and the jeans and everything that goes along with it. So you're yeah. promoting the industry yeah. for sure. Patriotism, the, yeah, percent. Every rodeo starts with the prayer and the national anthem. That's the you amount of... Oh, the people that the support that and the people that we hear from on the patriotism alone in rodeo is incredible. And I'm thankful that it's such a big deal that we carry every single one of those. Yeah. You know, I never took that for granted. It was just a lifestyle, you know, just growing up in it. But it's so special when yeah. you, you watch it and you kind of put yourself back like, mm -hmm. oh, my goodness, this is the start of an event. You know, it's really special. Yeah. So, so Maggie, when you're, when you're doing the technical side or even the on-air part at a rodeo, are you looking for the next coolest shot? Because, you, you, you know, you, you rode, you participated, but you're also thinking about the viewer. Are you looking like, we've never done this before. Are you try, always trying to innovate? Something that has been cool about my role is um, I've kind of gotten to go and do some extra cool stories, not just this is who won this event and this is what's going on. But I've gotten the opportunity. Um, Carly like sent me to Montana to cover the cowgirl museum and hall of fame with Haley Fredrickson. Awesome. And um, it was cool. Like these going and seeing like these women don't rodeo, but they got there. It was kind of a retreat getaway that the museum and hall of fame does. And these women just wanted to come and get away and uh, this week in Montana. And they got to learn from people like Kirsten Volt, huge part of pro rodeo and learn these ties and, I got to talk about how those women who didn't know much about our industry were inspired by it. And then they were asking me and Haley, how do we like watch your guys's content the whole time? So it was cool to get to like 
go and report on something a little bit different, but then bring those people into our industry. And then I also got to go to Abbeville, Kansas and cover how they were last year's small rodeo, small outdoor pro rodeo of the year in a town with 80 people live there, but they were recognized by (laughs) the entire nation. So awesome. That was so cool. And those people were so honored. And I just like get to go and be a part of those different communities and worlds and like experience that, but then like share those smaller stories outside of just like what is going on and who's in the standings and stuff, which is the main part, but like get to spread a little bit of extra fun, amazing things that are also going on. And um, Carly, as the creative director has been thinking a lot of ideas and then lets me have the opportunity to go and then create a story out of that and put it all together. And it's been a blast to get to go and tell those extra stories Mm -hmm. and like the fun stuff and, um, create even more for our viewers to see other than just the rodeos, which is like what brings them there. But then like, I get to share a little more and it's really, really special, really fun. I I love that, Maggie. I, I love, I think there's so many superstars in our industry not only the top, you know, the elite riders, but so much coming up and the, the livestock producers and even the towns, like you just said. And mm-hmm. I, I so appreciate y'all sharing that. So people see that and they get encouraged by it. So they don't think they're the only ones on an island. They know there's other towns out there doing it. So it's, it's mm-hmm. so great for the sport. So Carly, where do you get your inspiration from for all your new ideas? Um, gosh, a lot, a lot of different places. Uh, what if, I guess to me is like, if there's, if there's a story to be told, I, I don't really see a reason why I wouldn't tell it. Um, if there is someone that is an advocate for the Western industry, um, and, and here's the other part of it is that I, um, I've been introduced to a lot of really great people along the way. And every single person that I've been introduced to has taught me something different. Um, one of the first, um, on-camera talent people that were here was Kirby Schnorr. And I, I was aware of the, of the agriculture side of things. I was aware of the stock show things. I don't know. I'm not that well-educated in it. And she is somebody who educated me a lot on that side of the things and how those work. So now I know how to tell those stories. And so yeah. the, my inspiration comes from the different people that I've met. Um, you know, Jimmy Monroe is another person that I've become dear friends with. And she's introduced me and educated me about so much about the WPRA, about barrels, about everything a lot about the NFR. So a lot of times there's, that's a whole other avenue of storytelling. And so it's my inspiration absolutely comes from everybody that I've met has taught me something and I'm very firm believer in that. And so now what can I take from what I learned and apply it to everything that I'm doing here and and make it for the better good too. Man, I love that. And you know, it's, it's, there's so much to learn in our industry because it is so Mm -hmm. big, like you just said, it's so fun. So Megan, when you rolled up in a town of less than a hundred people for a TV network. What, what was that like? Like, did they just embrace you or were they a little nervous or what was the backstory on that? Oh yes. So Justin McKee, I um, help him with a bunch of projects too. And um, he um, has been announcing there for 30 years and loves the town, loves it. And he goes, I want these people to get like the credit that they deserve for, for doing this, you know? And it was just me and Justin who went to put um, stuff together there. And um, like they saw me as a camera and they're like, yo, you were, you were Justin in the Cowboy Channel? And I'm like, yeah. And they were just like, we love what you guys do. Like, this is so exciting. We're going to get to see this on the Cowboy Channel. And they were so excited and so welcoming. And so, I mean, being in that town and that community, they made, like, I was there for two, three days and I felt like family leaving and I ate a lot of pie because they're known for their pie. So that was amazing. Um, and yeah, I got to eat well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was, it was great. I got, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. They were, they were so excited. And then just to like, which makes putting their story together even more fun. Like when I'm like editing mm-hmm. it and stuff and like have, it was just like, Oh yes, yes. They need to say this about this. I'm so glad they said that. So I can tell the world that because I got to experience it. And then I get to like share those experiences through little videos and feature stories that we air. So. I, I love that. Yeah. And Carly, isn't that cool to hear about the passion of the viewers and the passion when they roll up into town, how they can't wait to share their story and yes. everybody has one, you know, but they're, and talk yeah. about their industry. Yeah, it is really special. And that's, um, you know, really I shared that my passion is people and that's like the stuff that makes my day is that Absolutely. we're not just helping rodeo athletes. We're getting to work with communities. We're getting to work with these small town uh, committees 
the the kindness and the generosity of these small town communities is absolutely incredible and what they want to give back whether it's you know how they're they're feeding the athletes maybe a five course meal and probably a huge prime river steak and they love to do that and they're going to do it out of their pockets because that's that makes them happy and so these small town people and and it doesn't matter yesterday we had to run up to best hat store and i was up there with patrick and someone saw him and stopped like oh thank you like thank you for what you're doing and that's that is really special and that's what makes it easy i think for our team to continue to put their best foot forward and and make the decision to be all in you know we are all in i cannot tell you a single team member that's here that's not a hundred percent in for everything that we're doing and has made sacrifices for personal time and everything like that to have a life outside of their job at all and um i you know whether we're traveling a whole bunch or we're in the studio until late at night because some rodeos are on the west coast and they're on here at this time zone it's one o'clock in the morning but our team is here you know, and yeah. so as loyal as our loyal and incredible as our viewers are, our team is just as loyal to them. Incredible. And I think that's why it's such a great it's a it's a match made in heaven with those two. Yeah, I had the pleasure of getting to work with some of them and they're just so incredible. And they, they were talking about the three rodeos. They were gonna be there till like one thirty in the morning. Yes. And while they were talking, they were still smiling. There was no it just is what it is. No it, it is. It absolutely is. I loved it so much. They and have, I think, yeah. I think our industry is just like our lifestyle, though. You know, like you were talking, Maggie, about, or, or I'm sorry, Carly, about them having stakes for the participants in the rodeo. Yes. It's kind of like our lifestyle. When friends and family come over, we always want to make them feel appreciated and glad they're there. And I think yes, that's what's definitely. so strong about our industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody, and I, what our industry has is also very similar to the production world. If you're a part of the production world, you know that your crew is your family. And you have your back through everything. Like there is, you go through a lot of really high moments and a lot of really, really tough moments in a control room. And your crew in there is your backbone and everybody is going to take care of each other. And the Western industry is the exact same way. The Western industry and production, they both are, you respect everybody in production respects each other. We're going to, we're going to, we're not going to argue, but we're going to figure our stuff out. There's going to be some tough things, but it doesn't matter. We're going to get through it. You know, in the Western industry, no is not an answer. No is also not an answer in the production room. Like there is, you are live on TV. I tell everybody, no stands for new options. That's the same thing. (laughs) That's good. It's the same thing in the production room. And it's the same thing when your um, water tanks are frozen and the steer, the cows still need to eat or drink. And so it's, you got to go figure out how you're going to do it. And you got to figure out how you're going to get through this situation on live TV. And so our crew, it, it's amazing how the qualities and the morals of the Western industry really do line up pretty similar to the production world, um, at least for the Cowboy and Cowgirl channel, because our team our team carries over those morals a lot. And then it's fun in the control room, too. They they love to cheer. They lo- they cheer. In the, they may yeah. be in the control where nobody can see them and be five states away from where it is. But, like, when Donna K. Rule goes, our whole control room is going crazy. They love Donna K. That's There's so, so many, cool. they're like, in Donna, we trust, you know, and everybody, <laughs> everybody, like they have so much fun. Everybody's got their people. Um, and so it's cool to see them, you know, they don't have a background in horses or the Western industry. They've probably never even touched a horse. A lot of them, it doesn't matter. They love it. They love, they've become absolute fans of the sport. They love, um, they love the people. They have the same morals. And so it's very, very special to see, uh, the Western industry and how it lines up so closely with what we've got here in our team and in the production world. Yeah. They marry each other perfectly. And I think yeah. by the stories being so great on Cowboy channel and cowgirl channel, that's why the crew that maybe have never ridden a horse before love it so much, or maybe it's that person in the Metro area that's never seen a rodeo before that wants to go see one. And that's their next vacation. That's, that's really yeah. cool. So Maggie, mm-hmm. tell us another story from being on the road. Whoa. Um, from being on the road, it's go, I was, I got to spend, um, a few days at the Bob Feist Invitational, um, a few Mm -hmm. months ago and it was really fun. I did a feature story about Bob Feist himself and I got to, I sat down and I asked him one question and he talked and told and talked for 45 minutes and told me the cool stuff. And I just sat there like (laughs) the whole time. And I needed to get some footage of him just interacting with people at um, the BFI afterward. And so I got to hang out with him and 
he treated me just like his best friend. He's like, oh, guys, pose for the camera. We got a girl Maggie back here, and she needs the best stuff. So make sure you guys are in, and walking around. And he went to the um, his booth, uh, merch booth, where they were selling some um, BFI. He goes, I got to get some stuff for my employees. They deserve it, you know. And I was just getting videos of him buying stuff with his name on it for people, and <laughs> which is funny. And um, I was like, oh, I, I mentioned, I was like, oh, they have these cool wild rag scarves that I was like, I need to come back for one of those. Those are so cool. And I'm like turning around and I come back and he's like, here you go. And he bought me a scarf. And I was like, just sometimes I have to just stop and look around and be like, oh my gosh, like this is my life. Like I get to hang out with these people that like I've <laughs> admired for so long. And I got to talk to Speed Williams and his kids to put a cool story together about them. And, um, and just like stopping in my tracks and being like, I'm talking to Speed Williams right now, eight time world champion. Like, who am I? Like, I'm just like, this is so cool. So it's kind of just getting to go places and then just stopping and being like, wow, this is what I get to do for work. Are you joking? So just some He's stuff probably like thinking really I'm cool. talking to Maggie Burke. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my, that, that's so awesome. I, I love how it just networks a bunch of good people. You know, yeah. whether it's a viewer or the person you're talking to. And and I love mm -hmm. how our industry invites people into it just with those stories. And you become that, friends with those people. They're, absolutely. You know, it's crazy. Like we we meet them and we're like, oh, my God, this is really cool. I don't know. No. And then all of a sudden, the next time you see them and that's your friend. And it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. we are friends. You're right. We're friends. Yeah, you know, there, it's there's like really we, no strangers we, in we this deal, is there? No, no, yeah. it's yeah. cool. It's um, everybody becomes really close. And it like in 2021. Uh, was the first year we did 100 rodeos, 100 days, and it was. I remember um, we in Reno. I think it was two days before. Uh, just talking about stories being on the road this made me think of this. Um, I think it was two days before Reno started, and we decided we were going to Reno and that we were going to do the 100 rodeos, 100 days for the first year. Uh, yeah. We were doing a tailgate party every day, and so all of a sudden we packed our bags. We were down doing a. Um, a factory tour at Resistol, and they called us and said, we need you back at the office. You need to be on a plane at five o'clock in the morning to go to Reno and start this. And then we, we all like made that decision at that moment. Like we're doing this for the full hundred days. This is going to happen. So we had to Love stay it. on the road, but the people that we met that year and the committees that we met that year and the people that helped us on those tailgate shows and all of that stuff, it's like, not, we all are friends now. And we all are, it, we all get to do this fun stuff together. And like Maggie's saying, it's like, you get to meet these people and at, in that moment, it's, 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 it's very cool. And it's kind of like, you have to take a step back and you're like, wait a second, this is my life. And that's, that is, you have to remember mm -hmm. that not everybody gets to do that, Yeah. but it seems so like every day and so special for us that we get to be a part of this and be in the center of it. And so yeah. it's pretty, it's, it, I love hearing the stories that Maggie gets to meet these people and the whole team when I get to do these things. Well, it's so special and, and you share it with the world. And that's what's so important. And you do it at a high level, mm -hmm. high quality, for sure. And we're going to take a quick Good. break. When we come back, we're, we want to talk about Cow, Cowgirl Channel, the newest channel and how fast it's growing and, and the viewership there. So we'll be right back on the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with more. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product. And we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. 
You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. Welcome back to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen, here with Carly Peterson and Maggie Burke of the Cowboy Channel and the Cowgirl Channel. So let's talk about the all-new uh, Cowgirl Channel. So, so Maggie, yeah. what was it like, and Carly, whenever there was that conversation, let's do another channel. One's not, not, not enough. Let's do another one. When, Remember when we were talking about uh, No Ordinary Days? Yeah, yeah there you go, right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, Maggie, go ahead. Maggie. Yeah, when I actually was like doing my job interview, um, Patrick Gotch was saying, also, we're about to start, um, we're trying to start a new channel, a new cowgirl channel. And I was like, that sounds so cool. And I like had no idea what it would entail or anything. And then, and like when I got here, it was like, we're doing this, everyone's getting started, let's get to work. And I was like, he wasn't kidding, like, we're really doing this. And then, um, everything just grew. So it was, it was cool getting to come on um, and grow with the channel and get to see it fully develop. It, it's mm -hmm. really cool because Carly was just speaking about when she came on, they were growing the cowboy channel. And then you came on and they're growing the cowgirl channel. It's kind of mm -hmm. neat. Yeah. yeah. So Carly, yeah. how did you come up with the content for the cowgirl channel? Uh, well, we started digging. Um, we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because there is um 24 hours seven days a week is a lot of time and so we we already had luckily we had a lot of good partnerships with stuff um from cowboy channel and then the way that the timing works we could shift it a little but it was we knew that cowgirl channel wanted to be treated as the network for the network that's women empowerment and that's our opportunity to feature women and feature all the incredible things that women are doing in the western industry but also give us a second opportunity to air more rodeos. You know, we can't air 700 rodeos on one network. That's not going to work. And we can put them all on the app, but we wanted to give them an opportunity to still be on broadcast too. So the Capital Channel, it gave it kind of the best of both worlds. So during the day, we knew that um, where Cowboy Channel has so much on sports, we are sports, 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 all the things over on that side. On this side, on Cowgirl Channel, we're like, we still want to do sports, but this is our opportunity to dive into the lifestyle. What is the Western lifestyle? What is Western fashion? What about music? What about cooking? What about, you know, home, home things, all the different stuff. And so we wanted to bring in, I don't want to say more personalities, but almost bring in more personality, more lifestyle side of things on Cowgirl channel. And so we've, um, we started, I, I have a few people here that helped me. Um, we literally started searching the internet for uh, different shows on YouTube, maybe, or different things. And I started diving through my contact list. And I'm like, who can I work with to try and get something together? Um, we started a really great partnership with NCHA, NRCHA, and NRHA. So the Cutting and Rainy yeah. Associations to, for the first time ever, air uh, broadcast live their finals of the non-pro and the open finals for their different events throughout the year. So that was a great partnership to kind of kick things off and start airing stuff. Um, it's our opportunity where like on, uh, on Cowboy channel last week, we had, uh, Texas high school finals and now we have an encore on an on cowgirl channel during the daytime. And then we have live rodeos at night. And so when we started the women's Western sports roundup, um, we have three different hosts that all have very different personalities and they have different backgrounds. And I think that's pretty cool. And so between Finch and Stinger, Haley Fredrickson and Bonnie Jo Laughlin, we wanted to personalize one segment to each of them every week. And so that's just another way that we could add in some lifestyle into the show. So we have each of them have their own segment each week where they get to kind of show through their personality and show through something they're passionate about. And then it not only is an interview, but it's something that means something to them. It's special to them. And so the cowgirl channel was kind of formulated around all of that, where, um, you know, we still do sports every day on women's Western sports roundup, but we also interview musicians we interview fat, we have fashion Fridays, we interview, we have a lifestyle segment every single day. Um, we get to work with women in agriculture. So there's, it was, it's really cool how there's a lot of similarities and a lot of things that we air on both. 
but also how much different it also is from Cowboy Channel too. I, I love that. And women are such a big part of the industry. And I'm so mm -hmm. glad y'all did it. Were you were were you afraid that it was going to take away a little bit of the market for the Cowboy Channel to go to that, or no. do you think it was a totally separate? I think they're two totally separate goals, mm -hmm. um, and that really work worked really well together because yeah. Cowboy Channel is um, it, it Cowboy Channel gives us the opportunity to highlight the industry and highlight the all encompassing everything. Cowboy Channel still highlights a ton of cowgirls, and Cowgirl Channel still highlights a ton of cowboys. It's not like it's cowboy right. and cowgirl specific. It just is our opportunity to to highlight and to take some time to give some extra love to the women in the industry. Um, when Patrick attended the uh, um, the Hall of Fame induction for the Cowgirl Museum for the first time, he was like, "Oh my God, the things that these women are doing for the industry and what they right. have dedicated their lives to, and all of this." He's like, this is, we have to call it the Cowgirl Channel. And that was essentially at the end of the day, that's what inspired him to call it that. It was not, wow. you know, we have a lot of women that we want to highlight or whatnot. It was him attending that event that the museum that features and, and is features the women that are the legends of the industry is essentially what lot or what brought light to the Cowgirl Channel. And I, so I even like when we were in, in New York, uh, we went to, we got to go attend a dinner um, a diversity uh, dinner in New York City. And we showed up in a bunch of cowgirl hats. And when I tell you and that we were the table that nobody forgot, we were the table that nobody forgot. That's awesome. And everybody kept coming up just because we're in New York City. Like everybody's in black suits and ties and they looked beautiful. They looked fantastic. But we all were in like our cowgirl hats and we had on a few more brighter colors. And they, everybody stopped by our table and they're like, you're our favorite table here. You're our favorite. What are you guys doing? Who is the, we were there representing the cowgirl channel. And, it, and they're like, who is the cowgirl channel? And we're like, it's a brand new network. We're dedicated to, you know, the, um, dedicated to women of the Western industry and women in general. And there's no network that does that. And right. so it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool what the opportunity of the cowgirl channel has to reach a very different audience. You know, right. women across all industries um, are incredible and, and what they what they do, what women are capable of doing. And so it's cool to get to have a network just dedicated to a little extra love, a little extra highlight to, to some of those things. Absolutely, I think Mr. Gutch, being such a visionary and entrepreneur, he saw a niche mm -hmm. that's really a yeah. big, big growth market. And just yeah. created it. But I love the grid of the team just to jump in and make it happen and be perfect. So, so Maggie, yeah. when you're shooting, like from the Cowboy Channel perspective and the Cowgirl, do you kind of change up the certain way you're doing it for the viewers or do you shoot them both the same way? Or is there a little bit of a difference between the two networks? I think it depends on the story. Like there are right. some, there's a lot of things that can go both ways, especially since, um, the stories I'm doing aren't exactly only rodeo based. I get to go do some stories that are more lifestyle, but I think I look at it the same. I just want to go and make a good story. And then it's totally based on sometimes I'll go places and I'll put a story together and I'll give it to them and they'll decide, I think this will fit better on this channel or let's put this on both. Cause it, it kind of encompasses both. And that's kind of cool. Like the back to the speed and um, Williams piece that I did, that was great because for the cowboy channel, because it's like, what is speed Williams doing now? He's raising his kids. But then also it's a big, big part of it was about Haley Williams and she's leading the breakaway by 50,000 right now in the world. Like what a cowgirl. Perfect. Put that on the cowgirl channel. So I think a lot of it goes hand in hand and some um, that I do kind of fit better with one, but I, when I'm going to shoot it, I kind of just, just going to make a good story. I don't know. I don't That's shoot. Good. I don't think of it any differently, but. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So Carly, what do you see for the future of the Cowgirl channel? Do you see just more in separate shows? Or are you seeing more rodeo based shows or, or specialized? I see a ton of original programming and it's future. And that's really exciting. That's cool. um, our, and I tell everybody, you know, 2019, we were just getting our feet wet. We didn't know what the heck we we're doing. We didn't have a studio. We were just figuring out what in the world this was going to be. 2020 was COVID. 2020, we were in full survival mode and we still came out on top. Luckily, 2021, we kicked off hundred videos, hundred days for the very first time. 2022, we're like, all right, we got this figured out. Let's add a few more things. Now we're in 2023 and everything is about is expansion. Everything's about to expand in. 
And so how can we expand into the Western industry further? Well, we can tell the stories of not just the rodeo athletes, but who are the people that love to watch the rodeo athletes? You know, some people like doing a music show. What's our original programming going to look like for both cowboy and cowgirl? And how can these two cross over into um, both what the viewer wants to see and what is the viewer curious about? What do we, what do we put into the viewer's mind that maybe they aren't even thinking about? And so we want to, the original programming is really going to be what shifts that. And I'm excited about it because it's going to be everything from original or excuse me, to a music show. Um, Maybe one for both, maybe one about females, one males, maybe country, maybe Texas country. We don't, there's a lot of different avenues that we can go down. And, you know, is that show going to be about the musician or is it going to be about them playing or is it going to be them about the stock cards? You know, who knows? And there's a lot of ways that we can do these. So, you know, those, we want to um, follow what, you know, maybe we're looking at a barrel racing show um, and we're seeing what is like, what really is happening at the horse trailer and uh, between like the highs and lows and, and the conversation at the horse trailer to get down the road. Um, we're out, we want to get outside of the arena. And so yeah. what, um, you know, everything that we can do to showcase, um, you know, fashion shows, whether it, this is going to be getting to know the brands. You know, there's so many brands in the Western industry that yeah. are small bit, or that are family owned, that are owned by like a private family or by one person that people don't realize. And these are huge major companies yeah. um, telling those stories and how that, you know, one person explained it to me so well, the marketing gal for Corral Boots. She said, you know, when you're buying a pair of Corral Boots, you're not paying a bunch of investors and people. You're paying to feed the people that are making the boots. And that's the same thing for the industry. And so what stories across there do we not know yet? And so it's the original programming that's in the future for Cowgirl Channel, especially to tell those lifestyle stories and tell the the industry stories um, of the people outside of the arena, the people that are making the products that the whole industry uses, the people that are supplying the entertainment to the industry. Uh, how are all of those feeding into one and into our into the overarching um, Western and cowgirl industry and cowboy as well? So that's what I perceive in the future, but I know I bled into a little bit of cowboy there too, but they both hand in hand are, are really looking into that. Well, it's such an entrepreneurial industry. Our industry is there's mm-hmm. so many different independents that, that create mm-hmm. our industry, but like behind the, the truck and the trailer, most people don't get to see that, you know, and they're, they're no. showing a bit of rodeo in no. shorts and flip flops because they saw a rodeo on mm-hmm. TV and it looked like fun. And then all of a sudden yeah. they're seeing the, the truck pull up and what goes on back there. And, and that just builds yeah. a relationship for sure. Mm-hmm. Seeing these people outside of the arena and, and seeing what they're like at the horse trailer with their horses, with other people, with away from, away from the arena, away from the barrel racing, the ground, anything. Yeah. Um, these people, there's a lot of personalities and, so and in a, whether it's, you know, some people are really funny or some people are like overly intellectually smart. Like there's so many things that, people don't realize, or some people are, they go to the horse show and they're like, this is what just happened. What am I at in the world standings here? What is my horse looking like here? What is this? What is this? What is that? Or are they going back to the trail and they're like, okay, sounds good. Is what it is. Let's pack up, go to the next one. What are those conversations? Because every person is different, but right. nobody really gets to see what those look like. And they, so they never just do. little things like that are, yeah. Or how they fill 15, you know, 25 and like 30,000 miles on the road over our yeah. summer. You know, what are they doing? They just, sitting there visiting, they're playing games. What, like, what do those conversations look like? Absolutely. So, and I think they also get to see the professional animals, you know, to see the horse unload yeah. on the trailer and how they eat the and how they warm up the horse for that, you oh know, that goodness. 17 second ride, that barrel race, you know, or 16 second, you know, and I, I think that's so important. How does a sales team focus on that, Carly? You know, you got Cowboy Channel, Cowgirl Channel, there's new shows coming on. And with the growth mm-hmm. of it, there's so many people wanting to be on the networks. How do they manage yeah. that? So a lot of times what will happen is a sales rep will be in conversation with a client and then we'll all get on a call and we'll visit about, you know, what they're looking at investing and what they're even interested in. Because a lot of clients, they all have something that they're interested in or something about either the Cowboy Channel or about a rodeo or about something that intrigues them or speaks to their company. And so then we can get on a conversation and talk about how that's best going to be portrayed on broadcast. And it's cool because we now are not just selling, you know, you can be, you can buy commercial spots. We now are selling shows. We are selling certain things, certain elements on a show. 
whether that's um, a world standing shuffle, anything from a world standing shuffle to we're selling uh, with um, another company right now, we're working on um, getting to know these people, like we were just talking about outside of the arena. And so we're not talking to their athlete endorsees, we're talking to their family members. And what are, who is this person to other people? What does this person mean to other people? And so that's, that's where it's really fun with the sales team. And my job is we can get creative on, sure. I don't want to just put someone's logo on the screen. I want their logo to mean something and to connect with the audience for a reason. And so the sales team is in, is very, um, is very adapt to it and as well as the clients. And so it's exciting to see these new clients come on board and they're like, well, this intrigues me when I watch the Cowboy channels, so this is what I want to invest in. So that's pretty I, special. I love that. I, I love that. Mm. It's kind of like, you know, like, like Maggie was saying earlier about telling the stories of the people. You're also uh -huh. telling the stories for the sponsors and as a, as a yeah. potential sponsor, you, I mean, to get to have the opportunity to build that relationship with that big of an audience is just an incredible opportunity and know that the name isn't just being thrown up there. Like you said, on, on the screen, there's, there's a reason behind yeah. it for sure. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Maggie, when people visit the stockyards or Fort Worth Cowtown for people that might not know what the stockyards are, can they tour the, the studio or how do they become a part of it? The network? Yeah. Our cow girl channel, it is our main office area and anybody can walk in and see the place right off the bat. And then our, Cowboy Channels, they um, if they get a hold of anyone here, they can tour the Cowboy Channel studio, which is on the stockyards. You know, it's something to do, and it's so cool. You walk in, and our studio, it looks like this big, cool Western studio, but if you look at it, it's the old sail barn. So where my office and my desk is and a few of our producers and stuff, where we sit is on the scale where they ran cattle through to be sold, and um that's like that's so cool and so when it's people so come cool. see that they're like oh my gosh like my mom came and visited and a few of my friends and they're like this is so cool and sometimes it's just an everyday office to me but when other people come in and see their faces like this is so cool i i'm like another moment of just to stop and be grateful for where i'm at and where i get to be every yeah. day but yeah, it's Absolutely. like um, living in a country music video every day, coming to work. But <laughs> yes, people, we have people come through and visit all the time. It is something to do while you're on the stockyards. And then it also helps mm -hmm. like with our signage and everything, people who don't know what the Cowboy Channel is would be like, oh, I really like being here. Like, oh, uh, two channels that capture exactly this kind of lifestyle. Like, how cool is that? So it's it's cool yeah. to be where we are, where it's so populated and people can come and see because then it helps spread the word and help us grow more. So. I, I mm -hmm. love that. I love mm -hmm. that y'all took the time to, you know, to save the history while creating this mm -hmm. incredible, you know, two networks. Because I, yeah. when I was there a couple of weeks ago, there was a couple of, of people that were a little bit older than I am. And they were saying back in the day, we used to bring our cows here and back in the day. And there was all these <laughs> history stories coming out and you could see the emotion in their face. And, and now yeah. you're telling stories about that. It's, it's so cool. It's just a relationship for sure. And, yeah. and uh, so how can people follow Cowboy Channel, Cowgirl Channel? Where can they get the shows? Yeah. Um, so we have our Cowboy Channel Plus app. And that is um, you can buy it for the year or you can buy it for um, just a monthly subscription. And it has everything. It's incredible. <laughs> I mean, there is 950 plus rodeo performance on there. Uh, junior high finals rodeos, um, high school rodeo, and uh, high school national finals. There is all of the cuttings, all of the rain cow horse, all of the Western sports roundup, all the original programming. The cowgirl channel is also on that app. So it is, it's an amazing um, offer. And like what you get for that is incredible. And, and just because it's not, it's cool because the app has what's live on the air right now, but also like video on demand. So you can call awesome. back up. Uh, something that maybe was from a few days ago or um, like if you're watching a zero in or a lot of these guys like to go back a lot of cowboys tell us they like to go back on the app and watch a horse go and watch sure. a horse or watch a calf and see who had it previously and what they're going to do at the rodeo so uh, the cowboy channel plus app is the number one deal um, and then also of course we're on dish and direct and then cowgirl channel um, right now just with, with how young it is it is just on dish right now but of course we're working on more um, more distribution. And then it is also offered on the Cowboy Channel Plus app. Uh, I love it. And the social media is so cool too, because I follow y'all yeah. and both, both, both networks. And, you know, you just never know what's going to pop up. What, what event is kind of fun to watch. Yeah. 
Yeah, our social team does a good job. They, they really our social do. team has a big, a big job because they have to clip every single rodeo. And so, if anybody knows how somebody did, it's dang sure going to be our social team. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Well, yeah. I can't thank y'all enough for being on the show, and and Carly, Maggie, thanks for what you do for the industry too, because it's so needed for so long, and y'all are doing it at such a high level. So, thank you from 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 me for sure. And I know the audience love meeting you and finding out a little bit of the backstories of the Cowboy Channel and the Cowgirl Channel. Thank you. Thank thanks you. Yeah, and this thank y'all for watching the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Thank you to all the great sponsors of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. If you or your business is interested in being a sponsor of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, please call our office at 830-992-1786 or visit our website, cowboyentrepreneur.com.